Yesterday was a hard day for all music fans when I fucking heard when I got to work. I know I still have a work. I got a desk somewhere in life, but I came to work and I fucking found out the Prince fucking died. It tripped me out. Music is a uh, very... It's the common denominator of all of our lives. You know, it's in any language and anything. It just translates all bullshit and everything. When you put it all down, the music is fucking undeniable. And Prince was one of those artists that defined all genres of music. I mean, whether it's pop, funk, you know, just jams. The dude was fucking insane. He was a little bit of, you know, like Charlie Chaplin... Little Richard and fucking Jimi Hendrix, man. Anyway, I'm going to play some songs, and I think that maybe you might get a little love for this man, this little guy that was fucking from outer space, man. Okay, this first song, it's off um, one of his first records. It's called Head. Check it out. The next song after all this, I mean, the earlier, this I'm talking like, this is like 1980-fucking-one, 82, shit. I was jumping out with this girl named Joelle, and she was like telling me about this artist, Prince, and I was like, fucking, we got to go check it out. We went to the Orpheum in Boston, and we saw the Controversy Tour. It must have been 1982. Fuck, I was like just about 20. Anyway, this song's called Dirty Mind. It's pretty gotta let me. I mean, it's just listen to the fucking words, man. Shit's way ahead of the game. Any of these psychosexual trips and shit were way fucking. This dude was fucking in his head. third song I want to play is called Lady Cab Driver. I played it before on this radio show because it's just so, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it talks, it's like the whole meeting of like, he meets this cab driver and she, they go and they hump and then the guitar solo in this fucking song is where he just tees off and blows the roof off the fucking joint. One of the sickest songs. I, I mean, I, I came to really respect him as an artist with this shit. Be not like a respect. I mean, I'm just like fucking. This is the jams that became the fabric of my life. Lady cab driver. As a fan of pop music, I often think of, you know, where I was and what songs meant to me at that time. You know, Prince was signed with Warner Brothers and he became, 
you know, really like disenfranchised with the whole record industry. And once again, he became like, he wouldn't want, he put slave on his face and shit because he didn't want to be making any more money for anybody else except himself. <clears throat> but this song, 1999, <laughs> came out in, two th I mean, like 1982, too, I think. And it was about, I remember when I was a little kid thinking of where, where I would be in 1999. And his 2000 zero party reached out of time. Tonight I'm going to party like it's 1999. I mean, I think that that pretty much sums up that whole genre of music and that time. It's like we're waiting for the end of Judgment Day, and it's coming. And for him being a Jehovah's Witness, I'm sure he thought it all was coming too when Y2K rolled over. The next song on the list is when he had the Warner Brothers Juice, he used a lot of the old Looney Tunes background song, like uh, props in this song. It's called Peach, and it's a really good rocking song. It goes da na 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 I mean, it's just, it's a really sexy song. It's just really in this fucking, his groove with the, you can hear the, the Looney Tunes shit in the background, like he piped it in, it's fucking well orchestrated piece of pop mastery. She was pure, every ounce, I was sure, when her titties bounced every way, she's a winner, turn up gay, reach up to us and I know when you want your mama and me, she's a big. The next song on my list of stuff is called Pop Life. What's the matter with your life? I mean, the shit, if you listen to the words, I know that people are saying, oh, that's just corny pop music. I mean, I, I was already a fan since like 1981, like I said. But then by the time, you know, it became popular after Purple Rain and shit, you know, people, I kind of got blown off on it, but then I came back on radar with pop, you know, pop life and shit was really jumping. The song is pretty intense. Michael Jackson did Thriller in 1982. Within a year and a half, Springsteen's Born in the USA and then Purple Rain came out. And the first song, first single, was When Doves Cry. And there's no bass in the song, which is insane. This is a pop song with no bass. If you listen to the clanking, eh, 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 it's insane. And it starts off with him in this rose petal bathtub. This video just comes in. I mean, it's just like so iconified with the artist that it I mean, defies logic and reason to me when i think about you know the imagery and how he hit a fucking 
number one record in a movie to go with it. Michael couldn't even do that. Fucking Bruce Springsteen, none of those. Nobody could even step to that shit. It was like, whoa. <laughs> this dude just hit the fucking mother low. Animals strike The next song on my list is called Kiss. It's just a funny song. Just Prince, just rocking. And that's the way I like that. When I think of him right wherever he is right now, I'm sure he's fucking doing it, dancing like James Brown, doing the splits, turn around, do it all over again. One of my other best favorites, best favorites, best most favorite songs is Baby I'm a Star because it's in, if you've seen the movie before, it's after, you know, he has the I Would Die For You. He sings it and he starts bawling and he runs back downstairs to his dressing room and he gets all emotional. And then Morris Day and the time they come back and I heard about your daddy, starts flipping him some shit. And then he comes back out and he just blows into Baby I'm a Star and this fucking lights out, Johnny. Then after that it goes into the fucking the anthem of all time. When I think of him, he's the purple one, the majestic man that he is, the little guy that could do it all. He blows the whole thing down with purple rain. And uh that's just that's the end of that story. side note on Prince too is funny because he was a great songwriter musician you know all of it aside from the fact that once you're rich like that you can't spend all the money in the world you can just be more philanthropic about it I don't know what other kinds of interests he was into but trying to you know manicure your career and how you look and how people perceive you is where the ending of most artists tend to really fuck themselves up which is kind of awkward but he wrote this song for one of his records on his first record, I think it's uh, Nothing Compares to You, but it was then Sinead O'Connor, the Irish broad, in 1990 covered it, and it was a ginormous hit. It put her on radar, and she goes, just some other lady, skinhead broad, and then she's on TV, and people were crying all over the world for this shit. Nothing Compares to You 
it spins. I was like, whoa. He was that talented that people would just pick up on his music and take it to another level, whether it was Sheila E. or, you know, uh, the time, any of the music that he also produced, recorded, and directed for the movie. And his life was magnanimous. Let's just say that Prince left his mark on the world. We might think as skaters that we leave our lives on the, you know, on the landscape, but this person changed the way people talk to themselves, talk to each other. I mean, they, they changed the way that people talk to each other, how they understand and what they want to be close and how the love conquers all, man. It's a fucking trip. I miss you. Prince, 1958, 2016.